Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 77 of the Other Six Podcast. My name is Chad Boak, and I am your host. Joining me once again in the studio, my co-host, our worship pastor, the man who got injured playing peekaboo and ended up in the ICU, <laughs> my friend, Mr. Matt Collins. Every Matt, time. how are you today, sir? Every time. Every time, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy just to experience one in person now. I've heard so many. It just, it, I will say, it really brings it all together. It's well, really cool. if you didn't notice, we, we have, have a, a special <laughs> guest. That's right. Unless uh, Adam is really transformed. Yeah, that's right. Got, got a little taller. Uh, so we have a special guest with us today, our student pastor here at Law Enforcement Church, Mr. Matt Aldridge. Yeah, what's up? Yeah. Hey. So it's going to be a lot of fun for me going, so Matt, tell me. We should just do that. Just yeah, yeah, you never yeah, know yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll try to delineate uh, a little bit better. Like, you know, student Matt, worship Matt. Like, yeah, maybe that'll be cool. that'll be the two, uh, two what we go with. Distinguishing. But it's great to have yeah. you here today. Man, I'm glad Adam, to be here, Adam's not here with us, but we're excited that you get to be here with us today, and we're going to uh, talk about some cool things that have happened recently, and, yeah. and but but before we get to all of that, like I know your weekend was pretty busy, and we'll, we'll get to that in a yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. But uh, how was your weekend, Matt? Uh, worship Matt, did you have it? <laughs> <laughs> you should have jumped in. Sorry, did you? Boy, that's gonna get tough. Did yeah. you have a good weekend? I did. Yeah? I did. You guys, get up to anything? Uh, not really. We kind of hung out with some friends, and okay. then uh, we didn't watch an epic movie this week. Oh, you just kind of chilled we out. We just kind of chilled. Yeah. I, it was too much for Dee the last two weekends to watch these epic <laughs> right. movies, and so she's like, we got to calm it down. Yeah, I was like, yeah. all right. Relax it a little we'll bit. relax Yeah, it. I got you. Yeah. Well, the weather was awesome, so we, we yeah. kind of hung out around the house, did things outside, got things cleaned up. Uh, yeah. it, was, it, was a, it was a good weekend, man. Really beautiful weather. Yeah, we were out walking. Yeah, yeah walking. Was, yeah, uh, in our neighborhood. So for those of you who don't know, Matt and I live in the same neighborhood. <laughs> we, uh, uh, we do. Excuse me. Worship Matt and I live in the same neighborhood. And so we see each other walking out sometimes, and you know, yeah. Take, taking the dogs out with your but, hobbling dog. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, she's doing good. Excellent. She's okay. she's back. Much to hobbling yeah. dog. Much what? Yeah. Remember Vader? How she had the uh, the injury? Oh yeah yeah yeah. 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 She's yeah. back to normal. Great. Her and Brandy playing together. Wonderful Everything news. great. Yeah. So that that's good. <laughs> uh, but you had a very interesting weekend, yes. and again, beautiful weather helped out with that. Man, it was. It so was... let's let's talk about um let's talk about our student retreat. So we, when I first got here, one of the first things we did was we went to Strength to Stand, and in yes. that process, you kind of laid out, hey, this is this is awesome. This is kind of like my last thing of I'm gonna lead this, but you're kind of leading. It was like right. this, this like in between. A tag team, yeah, like, it was, and it worked yeah. really awesome. Tag your it. it was really fun because I got to do all the fun stuff, and Chad got to do all the really difficult <laughs> stuff. Um, and, but in that, I remember in that weekend we talked about, man, this is just going to set this up for our spring retreat, right. and that yeah. feels like forever ago, but also at the same time feels like the other day. Just yesterday, yeah. And yeah. so we, we started planning then of what would our spring retreat with our students look like? What was that going to be? What was right. the brand behind it? Because again, in a very Von Force way, we want to have the why behind the what like yes yeah. we're doing spring retreat and that's going to be awesome like why are we doing right. it what's that going to look like and so we called it better weekend because right. chad and his great planning planned it in a week where some of our kids <laughs> had monday off oh hey, so. dude, dude he pointed <laughs> that out no, no 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 i'm not gonna let him tell a fifth because he pointed that out to me and i was like wait they have that monday off and he was like yeah i was like well, that was a freebie. <laughs> you know, just, <laughs> did. So Pike Road Schools have this Monday off for like Why? teacher develop, just teacher Teach- development yeah. and oh, stuff like okay, that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So like, yeah, my wife hey, was pretty I frustrated. I need a Monday off for, for <laughs> worship development. Right. Right. She had to go. To, well, she had to wake up go to school this morning. All the Pike Road kids were like, they just slept in from this hell weekend. Right. Anyways, so we called it better weekend because our whole idea behind it was we wanted to frame it in such a way that parents and students like we could we could show them there was going to be no better way to spend that weekend right. to yeah. spend 
just under $200 and some of them with like just the awesome people at Montforest sponsored mm-hmm. some kids right. and it's like just it was such a team effort across the board to really 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 make it there was no way that, that could have been a better weekend and so we went to Shaco Springs and Talladega just two hours up the road a little bit and uh, we had we got there and we went had all the student ministry pizza it's not a good student ministry event if there's not pizza at some <laughs> single topping pizza yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Topping. right yeah yeah so we had all the pizza got everybody settled went to worship and uh, and that was really good we had some friends from uh, Calvary Church or Calvary Baptist Church in Tuscaloosa and yeah, man they did cool. a fantastic job uh, his name's Jared and his team and they were good job se- Jared yeah they were seriously <laughs> yeah. incredible Le- Lena said the worship was fantastic seriously, my, my daughter so got to go on it and she man she had a blast and, and more job, so than yeah, just being talented awesome. as worship leaders they were super engaging like they yeah. ate meals with our kids yeah. when we did our silent disco which we'll get to later they, <laughs> I gave them some of our headsets and like they just went bananas like they yeah. had a blast and so they were really just, engaged yes yeah. just awesome awesome across the board and so working through that weekend like some of the things we talked about was we framed it all to where jesus is better than something in your life like Mm -hmm. if we believe as followers of christ that jesus is better than anything else there's actually nothing better than a life that's following christ and the first thing we talked about was jesus is better than your sin and so we kind of zeroed in on the yeah we kind of zeroed in on the conversation of jesus and the two thieves and Mm -hmm. Looking at when the thief that accepted Jesus' forgiveness, his church history calls him Dismas. I don't know if that's his name or not. I'm not going to name my kid that. Call, call him what? They call him Dismas. His name's Saint Dismas. Dismas. Okay. Church history calls him that. I don't know if that's. I don't know. If it's a Catholic thing. I don't know Dismas. if that's actually his name. Okay. But church history calls him Dismas, and so. <laughs> He sees, I think in that moment, then what we kind of zeroed in with the students is when he sees the way that Jesus forgives the people who are mocking him, the soldiers who have brought him sour wine, the soldiers who are gambling for his clothes, who have made fun of him, put signs up above him that are sarcastic and mean, and all those things. And he says... Father, forgive them because I don't know what they're doing. Mm. I think the thief that sees that is like, man, this dude's different. Like, yeah. I, like this Jesus guy is actually different. Versus, and we contrasted that to this other thief who's like, he had done all these things. He was a murderer. He was a thief, and he's and he still sits up there and says, I, this Jesus guy is not real. Where the right. other one who mm-hmm. had no reason to even be in the same conversation as Jesus, yet yeah. he's in the he's in the same text as yeah. the, as Jesus in Luke. We look at Luke twenty three, looking at this, and he says, man, that. That moment, even if his literally his last breath, those moments changed him. Yeah. And he starts walking with faith and he says, Jesus, will you remember me when you get to paradise? And and Jesus is like, Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. like just that conversation of when I can imagine he stands before the throne and you look at God's like, God, like Jesus said he would remember me. Like, can I get in? <laughs> right. And I was like, if that's like yeah. so we really kind of hit that moment of like that's all that it took. Yeah. And I say that like as it's an easy thing. It's not, it's a huge decision, right. but we we taught that and tried to lay that out as clear as we can. And at the end of the service, we had 10 students stand up and say, that, like, man, they yeah. were like, oh, Jesus yeah. Lord of their life. Yeah. And like, 10 students. Yes, 10 students yes. accepted so we took, Christ. We wow. took just over 50 students, which was just knock it out of the ballpark because literally – about two weeks ago, me and Chad had a conversation of, "Hey, um, let let's let's see what this is going to look like because yeah. we're we don't have a ton signed up." And so then, like honestly, through the through the really generous giving of some people at Vaughn Forest who mm-hmm. made some free spots available yeah. uh, for students to go, and just some pitching of my small group leaders and texting kids and encouraging kids, that's no, those numbers went from like not a ton to through the roof. Yeah, that's and awesome, all in man. just like a nanosecond. And so it was just such a great time. And so out of those fifty-two students, I think we took ten. 
stood up and said, I want to accept Jesus wow. as the Lord of my there life for the first time. Yeah. And go. it was such a cool thing. It yeah. really was. Well, and it's interesting because you talk about the numbers. And again, not <laughs> not that it's all about numbers, but every number represents a, a person. person. That's right. Yeah. For sure. And you know, you were talking about the strength of Saint Conference. For yeah. those who don't know what that is, that was a uh, that was a conference up in Pigeon Forge yeah. at the end of December that we took students to. And I think a, you took a double decker bus. We well, that, wow. that did happen. Hold another story. Yeah, that, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back around to that. <laughs> um, we took, I think it was like uh, like mid-30s numbers yeah. of students, and then to take 52 just a couple of months later that's... on this to see how that's grown, how they yeah. engaged. And, um, you know, it was it was interesting, and, and we can kind of tell the story, you know, in the weeks leading up to it, the spiritual attack oh uh, that happened. They said so we talk on this podcast all the time. <laughs> Weeks lead up to it. Hours lead yeah, up yeah, to it. So, well, so we're going to get to that. But like we talk all the time on this podcast, like spiritual attack is real. Like Man, the enemy yeah. wants to stop. For those of you listening right now, I'm anticipating this too because like I don't know what <laughs> yeah, they're talking right, about. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, so we uh, things things that were happening in the week leading up to this. So we had the double decker bus yeah. lined up again. And we what? ended up not being able to take it. Literally, the Monday before we're supposed to leave, yeah. uh, the guy that has it, great guy, love him, calls and says, hey, there's some paperwork that got misfiled, certification didn't happen. Like, I can't take the bus outside no. the city of Montgomery. Yeah. And so we're going, so all right. So we took it to so Montgomery got... and then got on another bus <laughs> and left, right? <laughs> yeah. So we're trying to figure out, okay, so what, what are we going to do here? And uh, we Matt made some phone calls, yeah. got in touch with some folks. And, and like, booking a 60-passenger bus last minute, that doesn't happen. It does no. not. And no. God <laughs> showed up, and we were able to get, for cheaper, a 60-passenger bus. It was even crazy. Our driver, she's like, yeah, it's like the sixth time I've taken a church group to this camp. That's why oh, I, like, I like to drive. I like. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I honestly like being able to challenge myself and get this 60-passenger bus yeah. up a road on a mountain in a camp. <laughs> like, stuff that just does not make sense. She's like, yeah, I love this stuff. Now, parents listening, they were perfectly safe. They were no no seatbelts, all kinds of stuff. So, so yeah, so that's how we have all these things coming. And then, literally, I, I'm, I'm sitting in a movie. Uh, Friday afternoon, I'm about to head up to the. I'm gonna go get Lena after the movie, and then uh -huh. go up there. For those of you who don't know, Fridays usually are off day. Yeah, That's our Sabbath. Yeah. And uh, and Matt texts me. He's like, "Hey, Shaco, the place where the kids are going, has no power because of the storms that just came through." They just texted me and told me <laughs> awesome. they don't have any power. Love he, he's like, "So what do we do?" And I'm sitting here going, "Like, all right, let's think through this." Like, you know, <laughs> do they have batteries? Right. Okay. Well, because you don't want to send 62 students and adults, you know, up there yeah. where there's no where there's no, no power. power. Yeah, and, and so almost no cell service at the same time. Now so that being Said, I, I loved Matt's heart behind it because he's like, I've already called the band. They got acoustic worship ready. To go. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Chad yeah. texted. He said, So, what do you think about like what what is this one of those things that stops this? And he's like, What stops it? And I was like, The rapture. Like that's, yeah. the, that's the only <laughs> thing that was going to stop. It. And so anyway, long, so long story short, we were able to get in touch with some folks. Yeah, and Hardy's like, the man. Hardy's first the and man. Foremost. He knows everybody, and they were able to tell us, Hey. They've already got people on the site. The power is going to be back on. And before we even left the church, yes. the power was back on. So just those those things mixed with a bunch of other stuff that was just insane. Like the enemy wanted to stop this weekend from yeah. happening. And like we see why. Ten, ten, ten yeah. kids stand up. And then those and more wanting to get baptized. Yes, absolutely. And just all kinds it it of was just stuff. a really yeah. sweet spirit of immediately after that first service was like, you know, Matt, like I just – Something's just clicked. Like something's mm -hmm. just sparked. And so just – just that's why I love retreats, not for the fact of – you know, we have that many numbers, or we want right. to make, we want to do this, and we want to boast about all this. We want to boast first and foremost in Christ that's and right. who Christ is. Our celebrating but here today absolutely. is pointing everything to Jesus. That's but right. to see that, like, just the, I know in my life, those retreats, those weekends, even though it's just like thirty-six hours, and that doesn't seem like a long time, can be such a huge. <laughs> it does if you are rooming with middle, middle school guys. guys. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, it can just be such a huge catalyst for literally the next fifty or sixty years of your spiritual that's walk. Right. Yeah. 
That's right. Or however long God allows you on this earth, that could just that 36 hours can literally change the rest of a student's yeah, life. Yeah. I know it did for me, and I'm I'm sure you guys have stories like that. And so Absolutely. like those kind of things are incredible. And and so that's that's the kind of thing you look back on. You're like, man, that's that's a win. Like yeah. we'll, we'll at Chad keeps talking about spiking the football. I want to take it. I want to punt it. I want to. <laughs> I want every unsportsmanlike conduct flag that I can yeah, get because we're celebrating right now. Like <laughs> it's such a cool thing. Well, and you know it's interesting. All three of us have done student ministry at one point or another. Yeah. Currently doing student ministry, and it, it's one of those truths that you learn if you if you work in it that God uses big trips to inspire big decisions in, in, yeah. in students' lives. Yeah. And so, like, why do we do camps? Why do we do retreats? Why do we do these big things? Why do we have big fun? Because God uses those things in these students' lives, like you said, to make uh, eternal decisions and yeah. then also decisions for, you know, for here on earth. And uh, and so that, I mean, I'm just, it, it, you know, you're texting me, sending me pictures. <laughs> Man, it was just so awesome to see. And, of course, you know, I asked my daughter how it was. She said, Dad, it was amazing to see all the, you know, the small group time they had with their leaders, which, I mean, big shout-out yeah. to all of our adult oh, heroes that went on there. <laughs> you guys are uh, heroes. They really yeah. are. <laughs> Big shout out to all of our adult leaders, you know, that, that were also here on Sunday morning to yeah. lead yeah. student ministry. Yeah. That doesn't stop. No, it doesn't. We yeah. still had forty something people yeah. upstairs on the third floor <laughs> right. while we took sixty something to camp. That's like it's crazy. still a well oiled machine, man. Yeah. And yeah. so God showed up, man. Kids still were gonna show up and wanted to have breakfast that morning because <laughs> right. if they don't have breakfast, they will riot. That's and right. so all Tables those will be yeah, flipped over. all those things still <laughs> happen. And so from all of our people who are in Chaco on the bus, up here serving, yeah. uh, man, n- none of this happens. I I couldn't do anything. We couldn't do anything without the volunteers that's that we right. have here. Yeah. And so yeah. like they're the reason why these things work so well, really. And, and and just praise God for the results. Now I do I do wanna I do wanna stop and talk okay. about the fun okay. because okay. like you used the words silent disco uh, talking about this earlier, oh, yeah. and we've silent. got to have a conversation about yeah. the silent well, disco. To some extent, silent disco is an oxymoron, but <laughs> it's silent in the way of so you get these uh, little Describe tr- it to me. Yeah, yeah so describe it to me. We had this- have you not done a silent? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. I, I'm okay. trying to paint a picture <laughs> for people. Like, we've had be- this conversation before. For people who may be listening, so you for don't people know. that don't okay. know yeah, what sorry. silent so disco is. We used a company <laughs> that will send you all the silent disco equipment that you could ever want. Want or imagine, yeah. and uh, so shout out to partyheadphones.com. So there thank you, you guys. There you go. Uh, they, <laughs> they send us all of our equipment, and they ship it in this big crate, and they send you these little these little transmitters that have um, a channel that they just send things out on. And there's a red channel, a blue channel, and a green channel. And your kids get these headsets. You put them on, and the only thing coming through there, the only sound happening through those headset is whatever song we're playing or yeah. whatever on the particular. You, on, and you switch on, between yeah, the you switch channel. Okay. So on each transmitter, you have yeah. a different like audio source plugged in, right? And you can play up to three different songs at any given time yeah and uh not, and so, but, but on three individuals yes, it's not three, like they're all coming through right, at once and they right, just hear noise right okay, yeah that would okay. be crazy <laughs> yeah yeah but it's <laughs> maybe funny. there is a setting well, to do fun. that it's funny yeah, probably it is funny like there's a couple of our videos where you hear one group singing one song at the yeah. top of their lungs <laughs> yeah and then like in the small minuscule breaks you hear the other group singing the other song <laughs> yeah. at the top of their lungs like i think at one point in time let it go was being played with don't stop believing okay. and it was just this journey, incredible incredible mashup and so that happens we have dj and I was a DJ, and Harper, one of the other uh, girls on staff with us here, she was on uh, as a DJ, and she loved that. And our kids <laughs> just went bananas. Uh, and so, yeah, you put those on. And the silent part is if you take the headphones off for just a second, the only th- noise you hear are just <laughs> yeah. people yelling at the top of their lungs. <laughs> out of key, as yes. loud as possible. Yes. Right, right. Yes. Living on a prayer, yes. definitely yes. key change and all. And so it's <laughs> silent in the way of nothing comes through your speakers, but it is not silent in right. any way, shape, form, or fashion. So it it's, is it's, crazy. It's fun to have the headphones on 
far more it's entertaining better. to watch yeah, everybody. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So yes. Anyway, and I think we uh, we'll, we'll throw some pictures up for those that are watching uh, watching this online. That you can see uh, there may or may not have been a dance circle in which I went crazy. <laughs> may or may, may not. Or may not. May, I cannot happened. confirm or deny. It could have happened. So so we had the silent disco. There was other fun things happening. Bazooka ball, God, yes. all that kind of Bazooka stuff. Bazooka ball. So, yeah. Bazooka ball. It's like it's like paintball without but paint? like. Like not on steroids. Yeah, it's like these little, it's like these foam Nerf balls with CO2 guns, oh. and like some middle school girls were like, "Oh my gracious, I'm so petrified, I'm gonna get shot." And then like you hit them when they're like, "Oh, okay." And yeah. then they just, like like, then they just turned like assassin mode. I, have one of, <laughs> I promise you, like I saw one of my small group leaders, his eyes just glazed over when they handed him a CO2 gun. I was like, "Well, this is this this is scary. Right. This That's is right. this is you scary. guys are done. Yeah. But this you is know. bad." So so the students they had a blast. They encountered Jesus For sure. and had a bla- had yeah. a great time and uh, excited to see what's gonna happen and I know also you you launched our camp that's going to be happening yes. uh, in the summer so real briefly tell us about uh, what that's going to be yeah so we launched and this is kind of the the branding we're taking for that so we have better weekend in the spring and then we really believe that camp will be the best week of your summer okay and it really works easy because the camp up there kind of brands it the same and okay. so I'm like hey I'll, I'm a pastor I'll take anybody's work and, and run it again like it's, <laughs> I'm saying it's great um, anyway so we're going we're going to crossroads summer Vaughn camp Vaughn Force Church is not endorsed stealing other people's content but anyway keep going uh, uh, we're going to crossroads summer camp in Anderson South Carolina okay. and that's through Clayton King Ministries in Anderson, South Carolina. Clayton okay. King, he's a pastor at New Spring Church sure. in Anderson. Awesome church, one of the biggest churches in South Carolina and in the Carolinas area. And so Clayton does some fantastic work. And so their camp is at Anderson University. Okay. It's a Division II school, Christian school, really great college in Anderson, South Carolina. I've been there two times. And I want to visit the camp and want to actually attend camp and take students there. And I really believe that uh, there is no, there's not a better summer camp. And I've been to a lot of them. And I think there's a lot of summer camps that do awesome things. I just personally feel like Crossroads Mm -hmm. is. Uh, the best, and also there's a Chick Fil A on campus, and so like you know <laughs> the Lord's there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. Manna from heaven, and we won't be there on a Sunday, so you'll be able yeah, to get. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's July 3rd through the 7th. Yep, July so 3rd through the 7th. Our students will be heading off to that. We're already got sign up going. If you want to sure. know more, we'll put some more information. I think probably the shout outs yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, website kind of leading up to that. So anyway, great weekend, yeah. uh, great weekend here at Vaughn Forest Church. Yes. Great weekend for you guys. And and before we get into the the sermon that we talked about here on campus, you know, this weekend. Matt, you're you're a little newer to Vaughn yeah. Forest. You got here in December, and I know obviously you know folks can't miss you. You know you're a tall guy, tough, and tough you're, to you're, you're very <laughs> quiet. You don't talk very loud. Uh, That's not he, true. He said that is simply not true. But um, you know. Let, let's let's take just a few minutes. Let, let's tell me about Matt Aldridge. Let's uh, let's get to know you a little bit better. Well, it's just funny because I kind of did the same thing with our students on our mm-hmm. Saturday morning session, like okay. talking through that. Because in the moment, like when we came in December, in church life, December is not a time to come in, especially middle of December, and just right. oh, got a lot of free time. No, no. that was not the case <laughs> at all. No. We jumped in, and like two weeks later, Chad's like, "Yeah, we had this winter. We get this winter conference we're going to." And I was like, right. "Okay, awesome." So, when? but there's now? double yeah, right bus. It'll be great. Yeah. So I've never really had. A, I really. I've never had a chance to really like sit down and walk through my story, my testimony. So it was really yeah. cool to get connect with some of the students like that. I've been doing student ministry for probably the last seven, eight years, but it kind of goes back farther than that. My dad was always on staff at a church and, and everything about our life growing up was we're in church. Yeah. Like I've some other pastor a long time ago probably said this. 
um, the whole thing where you had a drug problem as a kid. When the church doors are open, my mom and my dad are dragging me. Like, I got drugged <laughs> in a church every way yeah. that you could. And yeah. so, like, that was kind of what our life was like, is every time we could serve or be somewhere. And, yeah. like, my dad was on staff as, like, our music guy, worship guy. So as yeah. soon as I could figure out what all what all three of the knobs we use do, guess what I was doing on Sunday nights? <laughs> running soundboards, running lyrics, yeah. all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, and my brother the same way. Like, we grew up and just did yeah. all kinds of stuff like that. My sister the same. And, and so that was always – awesome it was always great to come up in the church that way but it wasn't until i was like late in my teenage years that i realized that like this faith and i put that in air quotes that i developed was not was not my own faith it was just like kind of the copy and paste of somebody else's whether yeah, it be my mom right. or my dad's or my youth pastors all were great people all had fantastic faiths but i realized that again it wasn't mine hmm. and so towards the my senior year and and um Freshman year of college is really where I feel like the Lord started to work in my life. There was a lot of different like circumstances and storms, as we've been talking about in weathering life storms. Right, a lot of different things like that that were happening in my life that were really exposing all the the things that I had built my life on were not strong at all. No foundation. Even, yeah, yeah, I had zero foundation. Like I can't build my faith on the faith of my mom or my dad right. or my brother. Like <laughs> even though theirs is awesome, that it's not mine. It's not going to hold strong. And so, like really developing that, I had a student pastor who I wanted nothing to do with. I was so angry and mad at God for some of the things that had happened in my life. And he just kept bugging me until I texted him back and said, hey, dude, I will go eat with you. I'll go have lunch with you if you will leave me alone. And from then, <laughs> he became one of my mentors, literally called me today, checked yeah. on me after the weekend. And it's just a fantastic dude. And so like he walked me through. It was one of those first moments where I realized like it was okay to tell God, hey, God, I'm mad about what's happening. I'd never, I'd ne- I don't know why, but that had never clicked with me before. Yeah. Like, hey, God, I'm really mad about what's happened in my life. And all of a sudden, I realized like, hey, he's God. He can handle if I'm mad at him or not. Right. And that was a really, like all of that just changed how I viewed God. And all of a sudden I realized like he can handle all the stuff. Like I, I don't have to keep trying to fix my problems and right. fix the things in my life that I feel like are wrong. God can handle those things. Right. And so when I surrender control and surrender my life over to him, that started to change. And so through that process, uh, I, I very clearly heard the call to ministry and to start serving. So I started interning at a church, served a couple of churches part-time while I was finishing college, and then served our first church full-time for three years. And then we got called in December to come to Von Forest. So me and my yeah. wife, Jesse, we married just over a year, dated throughout most of that process, dated six years before we got married. And, uh, and so God just been really clear in that process. Not all, it hasn't always been easy as you guys can work in ministry mm-hmm. and just life is not always easy. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but it's been really great and it's been, it's been worth it. And I think ministry and I think following Christ is not easy, but it's worth it. And I'm pretty sure Jesus says that a good bit. So. <laughs> That's right. Well, and the story of how we got connected is actually really interesting for those who don't know. So I, uh, back when I was kind of helping lead the student ministry, one of the first things I did is took them to a camp up at Covenant College. Uh, in Lookout Mountain, Georgia, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I should know. I drove there. It's like 20 minutes south of Tennessee. Yeah, yeah that's right. That. Chattanooga, yeah. yeah. I mean, Chattanooga, yeah. 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 Well, that's Tennessee. Same, I mean, right. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so while we were Doesn't there, like you know, we're, we're, we're looking for a student pastor. And so I was literally in a room each night because all the student pastors from all the different churches that were there, uh-huh. they would gather stuff. We would pray beforehand. And, and the first night we were there, like, does anybody want to introduce themselves? And so I was the first one to jump up. <laughs> Chad was treating it like and a job I, I, said, <laughs> I, said, I said, hey, my name's Chad. I'm actually not a student pastor. I'm an executive pastor of Church of Montgomery, Alabama. We're looking for a student pastor. So if anyone here has a big student ministry and they're disgruntled, like, let me know. Every, and, uh, every, like, come and find every me. Every lead pastor started glaring at that's you. That's right. Yeah, that's right. But um, but what was interesting, the, the worship band that was there at this camp, which they were fantastic, yeah. uh, we were talking with them, and I kind of told them, how, yeah, we were looking for a student pastor. He said, man, I got a guy that you need to talk to. 
make a phone call to Matt Aldridge. And, uh, and so just God kind of worked it out, you know, from there and, and, uh, through that process, it was, it was great. And so just real, God made it real obvious and it's yeah. been a great fit. And, um, again, to see what God's already doing is just insane. So, um, it was, it was a great weekend, man. A yeah. lot of fun. We so. had a blast. And like I said, I think setting up for the summer and, and the spring and just, again, all the crazy stuff that we have that's going to go on here right. in the spring and the summer here at Vaughn Forest and with our, specifically with our students. I think, again, this is just such a huge launching point yeah. for the rest of the next, you know, semester into the summer. Mm-hmm. And well, and that really plays mm-hmm. into, you know, we talk all the time <clears throat> that we value the next generation here at Vaughn Forest Church. And uh, it's great to get to see that on display, yeah. you know, over and over and over again. And uh, we posted a bunch of pictures on our social media from the weekend. <laughs> Folks can go kind of check those out. Uh, but, man, it, it's uh, it's just exciting to see. And, and we had a great weekend here at Vaughn Forest. So we did. Excited for the students, but man, God was 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 showing up and moving here at Vaughn Forest Church this weekend. Definitely. So l- let's jump into that this past Sunday. Adam, continuing hey, can, uh, weathering, weathering live, live stories. Storms. We actually wrapped it up though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but it's we talked to. Yeah, it, it has been super but we talk- practical. Oh my gracious. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved how you know the week before he was talking about like what happens when God leads you into a storm, and this week was all right, Bonehead. What happens when you, <laughs> you do it? Take yourself into <laughs> we, a storm. So. But and he used David and Bathsheba. The Old Testament illustration yeah. there, um, and then it was kind of like you know that was a really interesting way to kind of like wrap things up. Yeah. Um, so let's unpack that a little bit. Let's talk about why why you thought why do you think he cho- chose that? I mean, you're David I'm telling Matt you, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so and, and Matt Aldrich, uh, feel sorry, student Matt, feel free <laughs> to Matt. And, and worship Matt. Feel free to jump in on this. <laughs> You know, so why did Adam use David and Bathsheba? I think because honestly, it's one of the best illustrations we can see in all of Scripture of you taking yourself into a storm, and then you know, bad response, and then what happens when God shows up and God's mercy and God's grace. So let's let's unpack the story. You know, I mean, ahead, I mean, you, I mean, you also have like it is an example of him walking himself into this, but also on the other hand. He comes out of it. Yeah, he that's comes right. out of it better. That's right. Yeah, and, and kind of what has to happen from point A to, to point B. Yeah, but yeah. So let's walk through it. Um, I, 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 it's an interesting story, and and it's one that I think oftentimes can get a little bit confusing. Yes. And so to unpack it a little bit. So yeah. right off the rip, Second Samuel, I think chapter uh, eleven is where we find the story. Yeah. And right off of the rip, it says that in the spring, when kings go off to mm. war, that David was back home in his palace. So. The first thing we see right off the bat, David's about to walk himself into a storm. Why? Because he wasn't, he wasn't where he was supposed to be. He's a warrior king, man. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you need to be where you're supposed to be, and he wasn't where he right. was supposed to be. And we see this all the time. Like I feel like about 95% of our problems can be avoided if we're just where we're supposed to be. Yeah. That can right. be physically where we're supposed to be. That can be mentally, mentally. emotional. Like, you know, if you're trying to lose weight, like don't go hang out at buffet. Like that's probably not I mean, the best do, place to but be. then you're yeah. probably not going to do well. Right. Yeah, you're going to continue into that storm. If you're, you know, if if there's different things you're trying to get done in your life and yeah. you're in the wrong place, like I said, physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever it may be, like that's not a good place to yeah. start. So David's David's not where he's supposed to be right off the rip. And so yeah. we see that. So then David, he's walking on the roof. He looks over and he sees, Bathsheba mm-hmm. bathing, you know, uh, and Adam talked about this that in that moment he could have turned away. Like the temptation was there. Temptation is not sin, but the second you linger on it and make that decision to lean into it, <laughs> it's, it's what you do with that. That's right. It, be- it becomes sin. And that, yeah. and Can uh, I tell a funny student oh, absolutely, story about yeah. this? <laughs> okay. Oh, yes, I, did it, man. I, I hope so. This is, this is good. <laughs> yeah. So we are at a student event, one of the part time churches I served at that I mentioned earlier. And all our youth pastors got together and did this 
area student ministry summer kickoff kind of thing. Yeah, and we uh, brought in a speaker. He was from Nashville. He's at a church there. He'd worked with Lifeway. Really cool stuff, right? And he comes in. And I, won't, I won't say his name because he's a good guy. And he sure. told me afterwards that he, he really just really fumbled on this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So um, he gets up there, and he did one of those things that I almost cringe when a pastor does this. Okay. He gets there. He gets up on stage. He goes, man, I had all this planned out, and I just feel like God's telling me to go a different direction. <laughs> and I cringe. Like, no. So I was like, please, please don't. Because we had spent weeks sending his message manuscript sure. out to student pastors and because we were having different yeah. denominations in there, really trying to make it a real big community thing <laughs> sure. and really trying just to stay the course and yeah. be really clear. And so he gets up there and he goes, all right, if I did for just one second, just close your eyes with me. And I was like, okay, close your eyes. Okay. And he said, I want to take you to the story of David and Bathsheba. I was like, okay, we're fine. <laughs> He's like, just imagine you're David up there and you see Bathsheba naked oh, on the oh, roof. No, no, and I was no, like, no, my no, dude, no. you just lost every middle yeah. school boy oh, no. in this in this whole entire room. Oh, you just lost gosh. every male oh, in this room. And I was like, no. I get what you were doing. I understand <laughs> where we were intent. going. Right. You intent. lost 60% of the yeah. people in this room yeah, it, because you just asked in, them in to that please moment, visualize a naked up. lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, that's what happens with <laughs> exactly. David. And, and David, I think Adam even said this on Sunday, David had the option to go, oh no, a naked woman, yeah. and run away. But instead, he lingers. And it's in that moment that that temptation comes and he sins. Again, unfortunately, <laughs> sorry, I can't stop laughing at your speakers. I'm telling you, I with student ministry, you, there is some stuff you just cannot make up. Right. And it happened. So, so, what ha so David, first off, he's looking where he shouldn't be looking. He's where he shouldn't be. And then he sends a messenger out to bring this woman to him. And it says that David slept with her. And this is one of the things, and, and Adam did a great job talking about this on Sunday, where it, you know, when we talk about adultery, typically that involves two consenting, you know, parties. David was the king. Bathsheba didn't have a choice. Yeah, how could she say no to the king? That's exactly you literally right. can. The word that we would use for this today is rape. Absolutely. David raped Bathsheba. <clears throat> and and so not only is he lusting, not only is he uh, committing the sin, he is then adding on this offense yeah. to her. And one of the things, Adam talked about it, and I, and I so appreciate it in the story, is how God has Bathsheba's back. How God, uh, if you look at the lineage of Jesus in Matthew yep. chapter 1, it says Bathsheba, who was the wife of Uriah. Yeah. Yep. And we unpacked that yeah, in our Christmas did. series that we did when we went through the uh, the lineage of we Jesus. Did. So so that happens. Well, then she sends him a letter and says, "Now I'm pregnant." And, and think about like again from a biblical like history standpoint, even more so. Think about how messed up this whole thing is. History would have showed us. David knew who Bathsheba was. It wasn't like it's an accident. Oh, yeah. Uriah the Hittite, one yep. of David's mighty, mighty men. men. Bathsheba's dad, one of David's mighty men. Right. Yep. Like historically, it wasn't like he just by chance sees this girl. If he figured out she's Bathsheba, it would have yep. shown. It David, he knows exactly. David knows this girl, would have seen her grown up. It's such a messed up right. situation. And it's really if you when you when you look at all the details and those things of where he yeah. it's not just an adultery, he took advantage of her, of a person he knew, of a daughter of some friends and a well, wife. Yep. Of his right. friend. Well, let's it's talk crazy. about David's mighty men for a second because there was thirty of them. Yeah, yep. and like the the stories that it tells about these guys, like Man. like Lord of the Rings can't hold yeah. a candle. Yeah. They, they, like, they get really, their stories from those guys. Like the, it's not the Vikings. It's not the Avengers. It's all of that it's on steroids like, right. and put it in the Bible. And, yeah. and, it's awesome. and real. Yes. Like this yeah. happened. Like there's a right. great story where Dave, I think they're they're at battle and David goes, "Man, I wish I could have a drink from this well that was behind the enemy lines." Says these three dudes go, "Cool." They fight through the enemy lines and go and get a cup of water and bring it back to David and David they, is so humbled by it he's like uh, this is going to have to be an offering to the Lord like I'm not I'm not going to yeah. drink this then there's the other one that talks about the, he chases a lion into the pit yeah. on a snowy day yeah. why? 
Because he, he just could. Wanted because to. he wanted he, to. Because he was wanted to. I hate, he man. wanted to wear the, the so lion. Your, your point is a great one that it's not just like this was some, like it would be bad enough if it was just some random woman right. that he had done. It would be inexcusable. It would be horrible. But this was the daughter and the wife of men that David would have considered to be brothers. Yes. And so she sends him this message and says, I'm pregnant. Now, what would the right thing to have been done at this point? David should have owned up to his sin. He should have repented. He should have asked forgiveness. But no, he doubles down. Mm-hmm. He decides... Uh, I'm going to bring Uriah back here and I'm going to try to trick him into going and, and being with his wife so they think the baby's his. I so, wouldn't know anything about doubling down on my sin. Wouldn't know, <laughs> right, right. wouldn't know anything about that. Right. So he he says he's going to he's gonna double down on this and, and then Uriah comes back and Uriah is such a good dude. He's like, man, I'm not going to go do go be with my wife yeah. while my brothers are out in the field. Yeah, like, right. I'm not it's, not, gonna, it's not fair. It's not right. Yeah. That's right. He's like, I'm not going to shame my, my country, my king, my God. I'm not going to do that. And so, so David... The, the thing that always blows my mind is that David sends Uriah back to the front lines with the message that is basically his own death sentence. Man, that's crazy. And he's going to deliver that to Joab, who is the commander of David's armies, where David should be, mm-hmm. and how basically they arrange for, for, for Uriah to be killed. So what does David do? He triples down and he adds... Yeah. Murder. Let's not make any mistake. David didn't necessarily swing the killing blow no. on this guy. He caused it. What does it Nathan say later? He used the sword of the Ammonites yeah. to to kill yeah. Uriah. And so so he's he's tripling down. So not only has he has he called he's raped this woman, he's lied, he's tried to manipulate people, and now he is literally murdered in trying to cover up his yep. sin. And so, you know, it's easy for us to sit here and cast stones at David looking at this, and, and rightfully so when we understand the context of all this, but how often do we do that in our own lives? Oh, man. How yeah. often do we go, man, I, I think I can probably just, uh, I think I can I can cover this up. And one of the things that Adam said, because he was kind of going in a backwards way, like here's how to, you know, go further yeah. into your sin. Yeah. He said, forget that God knows all and oh. sees all. Yeah. And all started, again, all goes back to the first thing. You're not where you're supposed to be. You're not where then, you're supposed and to then, be. And then we right. end up where David's at at this point. Like right. it's just, it's crazy. And I think Adam did a great job of making that clear, which is obviously why it's the first point. But it's, and I think it's very clear in the story of you start with just not where God's called you to be. You're yeah. not being obedient to that. The and, responsibility that you're supposed to have on you, you're trying to avoid that and see where yeah. you end up. Yeah, and absolutely. It's, and it's and it's factual in this story, and it's factual. I think in all of our lives, of right. moments where we, I don't want to, I, I don't want to go where God's called me to go. I'm not going to do this. And I love the the picture he talked about. It was so clear about talking about fathers and the responsibility that God mm-hmm. has given fathers and, and yep. the men of the family, not in a sexist kind of way, but just clearly of this is what God has said. The right. responsibility of men are, and so if we ignore those things. Don't be surprised when your family's in turmoil, yeah. when your life's in turmoil, yeah. when your foundation is shaken completely, when yeah. you aren't starting where you're where God's called you to start or doing what God's called you to do. You'll end right. up in a mess. What I thought go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, since we're talking about like practically ways to avoid, how how do we do that? Like, you know, we're looking we're talking about David, he's not being in the place he's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. So, okay, let's we're talking about storms that we choose, right? right. That was the, the ones big, we lead the, ourselves the, the, into. That's the right. big thing that we're taking away. So, what are some practical ways that you know maybe we can avoid even being in there? Start with being in the right place, right? Yeah, yeah. And I loved uh, you, you talked about this kind of you touched on it. Adam's illustration of the eighteen wheeler going down the highway. Yes. I thought that was so really good. good. So basically, <laughs> what Adam said was like an eighteen wheeler, and the trailer behind it is designed to have weight on it. It's designed to have. Things sitting on it because otherwise, if it doesn't, if you've ever driven behind one, you see it kind of yeah. swerving all over the interstate. It's supposed to be weighed down with those 
responsibilities of and carrying those goods. And there's a proper goods. way to lay it down, too. That's right. There, you, That's exactly right. And so for those of us, you know, for, for, for all believers, like, there is a responsibility that we have. So, like, it starts with us being in the right place. It mm-hmm. starts with us understanding the God-given responsibility that we have. But then, you know, practically— um, thing, you know, we talk all the time about how God's plan for the pain is his people, how God mm. has given us one another. Yeah. So being in a relationship with folks where they can call you out on things yeah. when they start to see you going down that path. You know, if David had had someone close to him in the palace that was walking alongside him that night that was a brother in Christ, as soon as David yeah, said, would've... oh, man, there's a naked woman, he'd gone, bro, we got to go. Hey, man, and, and come you, on. Yeah. And you see that later where that Nathan is that guy, yeah. and and I love the yeah. conversation that David has with Nathan. That's yeah. probably jumping ahead. But yeah. having that where Nathan's not far off and you keep him at a distance where I keep him, that's not easy. Like, that takes a lot of swallowing your right. pride to say, yeah, dude, you can get up in my business. You can yep. not tell me what to do, but you can tell, look at me in the face and say, hey, Matt. That was stupid. Right. Like, this is something that someone who's not smart would do. And that might be the most loving way you can say yeah, it. Right. But then the paint, the picture and the, you see that animosity comes out when David, when Nathan finally looks at him. I think it's one of the most like gut wrenching things in the Bible after Nathan's kind of told this parable of sorts of, you know, this this rich ruler takes the farmers. Well, yeah, let's one circle yeah. back around it. Let's circle back around yeah, that. Was so, the, yeah. So, so Nathan shows up. And, and again, first off, imagine being Nathan. Like, and God says, hey, you're going to go front the king, confront the king of Israel, who literally has all the power. I mean, David, Adam said it, David could have had Nathan killed. Have you ever had to go confront a brother or sister in Christ about something? Like, that's not fun. It's not, not fun, fun to hear it, but it's not fun to have He's to go like, and do that. My story better be on point. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Nathan shows up and he says, let me let me tell you what happened. There was a family who had this, uh, this lamb. Mm-hmm. They named it. It slept in the house with them. It was their pet. And next door, there was this rich guy with plenty of lambs. And he had a friend come over, and rather than slaughter one of his many, many, many lambs, he went to the folks who didn't have as much and took their beloved pet, their member of their family, and slaughtered them. And David comes unglued. Oh, he yeah. goes he, He's like, he says literally, he's like, may God strike me down if this person is not dead by the end of the day. And then Nathan says, <clears throat> you Whoa. are the man. Hey, you hold are on, man, because you're, you're that guy. That's it, you. That, it, it, breaks me because I know so many times in my life mm-hmm. where not not only for ministry, but like I said, someone who's grown up in church and knows all the, like every Sunday school answer, I would interrupt the Sunday school teacher to tell them the answer before they could get it out. Like that's just how we were raised and that's how my brain worked. But to sit there so many times and know, you know, of course I'd never do something like that. Right. I, mm-hmm. I, I would never be that guy. I would never make those dumb decisions or whatever. And then like when I actually am exposed or I'm actually like really ha- ha- doing a gut check per se and see like scripture is awfully true true when it says no no one is without sin right. your heart's deceitful even your heart will play tricks on you the enemy's mm-hmm. going to whisper things and and confuse things yeah. your no one is good no heart is pure mm-hmm. all of those things and it's like man that stuff really comes into light and I I see that in myself so much when when David gets so Upset and just so animated, and when and then Nathan mm-hmm. looks him in the face, and says, "You were the man." Yeah, it's like, oh what, what my that gracious! Been Can you imagine <laughs> that moment for David? And and like, I, I, you know, you kind of said it. Like, I've had those moments in my life mm. where I went, "Oh my gosh, it's like, me! It's me! I'm the one!" And so you ask practically, you know, how do we, <laughs> yeah. how do we avoid the storm? Did you think of Taylor Swift? Because I, did. <laughs> I know you did. I know you did when he said that. Did I that. say a Taylor Swift lyric? You might have said, oh. "It's me." I'm sorry. Hi. 
I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, I'm not. I, I, hey, I was thinking yeah, it. And you all right. We cut. We cut a lot. I'm not current Swift. with the T Swift. I, I apologize. Uh, I mean, well, so we're we're trying to reach a younger demographic for <laughs> this podcast. But, but no, no, no. But but so David, he realizes that he is the problem. It's his, it's his is his issue. So you ask, you know, practically, how do we do this? Well, yeah, having mm. people in your life, uh, staying close to God, Community, studying Scripture. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean. All of these things, you know, what one thing Adam said yesterday, oh my gosh, it it absolutely hit me in the gut. He was talking about being a control freak, trying to control the situation. <laughs> oh, and he said, yeah, man, you can't hit. be a control freak and walk by faith. Yeah. And literally, I was sitting in the sound booth at the church and like my eyes got like teary because I'm like, man, I always try to control everything. Like it's it's one of my things. And when he said that, I was like, that's just the truth. It yeah. is one hundred percent. Was listening to it truth. today, and not because I w- not because I wasn't paying attention yesterday. I was making sure sixty kids got or right. sixty people you, got yeah, back on yeah, a bus. You, you yeah. get a pass. You but still watch. I, I was I was watching yeah. that, and I was like, man, he didn't have to do me like that. Like, <laughs> right. Why he, he didn't do me have, like that? I don't know man. if he was thinking about me when he said that, but like I was, I know he wasn't because he's thinking so, about all of us. So Adam he, is Nathan. He, he's yeah. like Matt, Chad. You are that man. Yeah. Man. So you know, it, it's no, but it is. It, it was. It was such a reality. So yeah, practically, how do we do it? We we stay in community. We stay close in God's I word. Think, we yes. stay in you prayer. You have to have a Nathan in your life. You have to have those in your someone life. Someone that's going to be like that. That's going to look at you, care about you more than the 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 outcome that happens. Yeah, yeah. That that loves you enough to see it from an eternal perspective. Yeah, and to, and to, and to get, so yeah. So I think that's it. I think practically that's kind of how we how we, you know. So and, and Adam listed a bunch of other ways. You know, go back and watch the message if you haven't had that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, that practically, that we can we can lean on the Lord to help move ourselves out of the storms that we lead ourselves yeah. into. Yeah. Well, you know, and you know, we're sitting here throwing stones at David, but Scripture calls him a man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. So after everything he did, he still called that. So how how can that be? Yeah. So I think a lot of that has to do, if not all of it, uh, with his response to Nathan. Because when Nathan looks at him and says, you are that man, you are the one who's done this, what was David's response? It was broken. Could you imagine like the waiting that Nathan was waiting on? Just the anticipation in that. Where is he going to... What's gonna come happen? I might yeah. die. I'm this, gonna could, die. this could be the or, end. Right. Or you know, yeah. And and so he 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 humbles himself. Yep. He repents. Um, now there's still consequences to his actions. Oh. I yeah. mean, literally, Nathan the, says the sword will never leave your household. And like, if you look <laughs> at what happens afterwards to David's yeah. children and there's children's children, and all of that. I mean, it's, it is. It's rough. <laughs> again, Lord of the Rings can't hold a candle no. to the to the craziness that happens there, but. There's consequences, and of course, this baby that Bathsheba is is pregnant with does die, die. Yeah. and so there are consequences to David's action. But he repents and he humbles himself and he asks for forgiveness, and and ultimately, I think that that is why Scripture still calls David a man after God's yeah. own heart, because when confronted with his sin, because again, we're all broken, we've all messed up, we we could all be David in the story, and we all are David in the story. Yeah. Uh, that when we humble ourselves and go, God, I, I've, I've messed up. And it is only through God's grace and his mercy. And when you read uh, what is, I believe it's Psalm 51 that David wrote afterwards, I mean, you see this man who is broken in spirit. There's no mm-hmm. offering. There's no sacrifice that he can bring other than a broken spirit, a contrite heart. Mm-hmm. And he just humbles himself before the Lord. And it's interesting to me because when you read it, David says, I have sinned against the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He doesn't say, I've sinned against Uriah. He doesn't say I've sinned against Bathsheba. When we sin, that is against the Lord. Now, mm-hmm. what he did to them was wrong, like yeah, to be sure. sure. Yeah. But our sin is against the Lord. And so I think 
David being able to move forward, like Adam said, as a testimony of God's grace, like that's what makes him a man after right. God's own heart, that he would seek God's forgiveness, that he would humble himself. And uh, and yeah, I mean, it's, and you read the Psalms and the things that David wrote, and, mm-hmm. and you can really sense his heart for that. So we all have the capacity to mess up and to screw up our lives and mess up in a huge way. And that's the great thing about the grace and the mercy of God is that it's literally never ending. Now there may be consequences, Mm -hmm. but the grace and the mercy of God is never ending for us. And I think that's huge. I think that's huge. So Yeah. Well man, that was a great message from this past Sunday. It really was. If you missed Um, it, I would really encourage you go online, vaughnforce.com and get caught up on that. And so uh this Sunday is gonna be great as well. Looking forward to uh another fantastic day here fantastic day here at Vaughn Force. We'll have great worship, nine thirty and eleven, a great message. And uh man Hopefully we're going to have some student baptisms. We're hope, we, yeah, I'm telling no, you. No, no, no we're, we're saying that by faith. No, we're, we're going gonna to. see some. 100% yeah. going so to. So don't, don't miss that. Join us here on campus. If for some reason you're traveling, you can always join us on livevonforest.com. What a treat to have Man, student Matt yeah. here with us today. Uh, it's awesome having you. M&M. Yeah, M&M. M&M. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, you guys are sweet as M&M's. No, no, that's no, right. No, okay. anyway. But no, great to have you with us today. Glad look to forward here, to having really. you again sometime. Thank you for the incredible work you're doing in our student ministry. And man, just great to have you here with us. And great to have you joining us today. So uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the Other Six Podcast. On behalf of Student Matt, Worship Matt, Sound Guy Jonathan, and Host Chad, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. (laughs)